art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. Emerald City Video, this is Russ. Do you have that one with that guy who was in that movie that was out last year? <sighs> Hello, and welcome to the Emerald City Video Podcast, where Zach is already uh, having a laugh. <laughs> I'm just saying, Russ, it's halfway through the movie, and I didn't have a zombie, and I didn't have a shotgun. This is true. I didn't have a zombie with a shotgun. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, so... Uh, I'm 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 Russ. That's Zach, and and tonight we're going to be talking about Zombie with a Shotgun, which is a uh, like super lo-fi indie horror, not really horror action movie. Yeah. Uh, that uh, um, the the folks behind this movie have been uh, very very persistent in reaching out to critics and bloggers, trying to like get as much attention as they possibly can for the movie, and. Uh, I, I just, because of my day job, it's been impossible for me to actually spend any time with a lot of indie films because that, that we don't cover them a ton. Yeah. Uh, but because these guys have been both very persistent and also very nice, I wanted to like check it out for the podcast. And it it is a a movie that exists. Uh, <clears throat> now here's the thing. Uh, the, the the first thing that occurs to me when I I hear zombie with a shotgun is that we're going to get a like wacky wild yeah like velocipaster uh well, i was even sharknado kind of thing i was even thinking uh was it hobo, hobo with a shotgun like that sort <sighs> yeah. of like um uh like God, grindhouse kind of yeah grindhouse yeah that was the word i was thinking of like something something more along those lines which would have been i think like i i kind of want and this is another one of those films um and I am not putting it in the same wheelhouse uh, because I actually enjoyed most of it. Uh, uh, I don't want to put it in the wheelhouse of um, white, whatever the fuck that film, which I'm like, Winter Skin, Winter Skin, um, where you look at the poster and you're like, oh, this is going to be this type of film. Yeah. But you look at the poster with zombie and the shotgun and that's what you expect. You'd expect Grindhouse, Mm -hmm. like, zombies all over the place you know and like but you have like a guy that's like half zombie half human what was it there was that that like i still haven't seen it which i probably should um the uh romance uh zombie romance film romantic film oh where, warm bodies yeah warm bodies yeah it looked really good i just it's one of them yeah it, it seemed it, how i've seen like parts of it like on it's one on of those movies that for me it, it like slipped through the cracks because when I, I didn't see it when it was new and then there was no like buzz there's no sequel there's no yeah. like there was nothing compelling me to see it once it was older yeah yeah, yeah. we should we should probably hit that at some point yeah it's a good idea. um but especially <laughs> i think there's a tv show coming oh uh, that makes sense maybe fun yeah uh I, it's actually something that i've like i've, I've been hoping that kind of happens more <clears> is the um like spin-offs of now that walking dead is kind of is still festering along and um <laughs> um and uh, like even the fact that my mo- like my mom and my aunt are both like who were like die hard um like they were those fan people that yeah. like that that they were the i would say those are the fan people that like not only have stayed on but also like 
that's exactly what made this different than most zombie films is that my mom liked it. Like yeah. <laughs> suburban yeah. middle-class, like mom liked it versus the, you know, like the stuff that like CS Muncie used to like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I will say this though. I wasn't, I wasn't going in like the winter skin direction when I was talking about how it doesn't really deliver the zombie and shotgun. Well, like, yeah, that, that, was purely, that um, was purely the poster. That was just yeah, purely yeah. the poster. And I, again, we, we, try, that's like a film that I don't want to ever compare any yeah. other film to because like we trashed on that film so hard yeah. that I'm like, no, no, if you're a big zombie person, like, yeah, but yeah, there, continue. Yeah, there's sorry. big elements sorry. of this that, that are, yeah, yeah, that are yeah, yeah, fun. Yeah. And, uh, We'll get into it. the the thing that I would compare it to in terms of like both kind of the tone and the disappointment, uh, not not even disappointment, but like the the like misleading nature of the title a little bit was uh, the man who killed Hitler and also the Bigfoot. <laughs> yes, uh, because it was like yes, technically you do get a zombie with a shotgun in this film, and yeah. in the same way that technically in that movie you do get a man who kills both <laughs> Hitler and Bigfoot, uh, but but you have a when you hear the title zombie <coughs> or when you hear the title the man who killed hitler and then the bigfoot you have a very clear vision in your head of what that movie is going to be and neither of the two deliver anything remotely close to that film yeah uh yeah this this movie is just i would just, say, like to, to jump like one though delivers something <laughs> else that is maybe not as equally as good as like holy shit like yeah the man who killed him, you know, like that sort of premise, but also something that is that is pretty fucking good. Um, yeah, no, yeah, like absolutely. I, it, I, I do I, think I, this doesn't rise quite to that movie. Yeah, no, it, it, yeah, that that film, which have we talked about that film. I we, we haven't officially talk. talked about it because we, we I like we watched screeners of it because I interviewed the director, I think. And then <clears throat> for whatever reason, it just never made it on Emerald City. I think it was like coming out around the same time that a bunch of big movies did. And we ended yeah. up doing a bunch of new release walls in the car. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, anyway, but it was, it, it's, it's just one of the, yeah. Anyway, continue. Sorry. I'm, 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 uh, right. sidetracking more than, more than even usual. <laughs> this film. Uh, so it does start, uh, first like 15 seconds, you get a zombie with a shotgun, uh, because it does one of the, like, yeah. um, six months ago things or six months from now things or whatever it was. Uh, and, and so it starts and then it immediately flashes back. So all you see is like the zombie with a shotgun preparing to like square off with a bunch of cops. Yeah. And then cut back to like how we got here. And, and like you said, it basically is a really extended version of something that we've seen in a lot of zombie movies and TV shows, which is the, uh, the guy who's got the infection and is either trying to hide the fact that he has the infection or at a bare minimum, people aren't willing to put him down. And so yeah. you get to see him like slowly degenerate into being a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> in, in this one, there's also this like weird subplot where uh, the zombie virus is apparently, I couldn't tell if it was supposed to have been created by the military or if the military is just like valuing victims. But in any event, it's like, yeah. You can't kill any of the zombies because, like, we need them all to go be studied so that we can try to figure out what to do with the virus slash find a cure slash something. Yeah, yeah. So you get this movie that's basically about a guy and his girlfriend. This guy is suffering from zombie and eventually will turn, like, full Romero. 
Yeah. Uh, which is a phrase from iZombie, but I'm it, it's apt here, so I'm going to keep it. Uh, <clears throat> actually, there's a lot here that you could dig out of, like in addition to warm bodies. There's stuff you could dig out of things like iZombie or uh, <clears throat> uh, Santa Clarita Diet, something like that. Like anything where you can have semi-functional, semi-human zombies where you don't immediately go full, like I said, yeah. full Romero. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so the whole movie basically is these two people trying to, and I don't like part of the thing is I don't really know what they are, what they're doing. Yeah. Um, they, <clears throat> I, I do know there, there is like a stated goal and I've completely forgotten it. Cause we watched this movie like a week ago now. Yeah. But, uh, he keeps saying essentially just like, go save yourself. Let me die. I'm not getting better. This is just yeah. gonna, you know, and like, uh, his girlfriend's father had, the zombie virus which apparently is how he got it and so there's there's like this whole thing where they have like camps for people who have the zombie virus and and there's a bunch of bounty hunters and law enforcement officers and stuff like that who are trying to put this guy in a camp and it it's ultimately uh, I'm, i'm gonna say i'm i'm gonna i won't go into spoilers for most of the plot but i will say that like uh, spoilers, I guess, for the ending of this film. Um, it ends with basically the same place that it begins. Yeah. Like, it doesn't do much more than catching you up to that six months from now moment. And it kind of sets up the, like, and, and you get an on-screen thing of, like, he'll be back in a second movie. And and yeah. my problem with that only is that it, it compounds the idea that we're not really getting what we expect from this film because it kind of feels like this entire movie is just set up so that whatever the sequel is can finally be the movie that you thought you were getting into when you sat yeah. down. Watch it. Didn't, didn't we have, I feel like we had a film recently that was just like this. Um, I, I feel like it, but I can't put my finger on it. Right. Yeah. It was another, another kind of independent film uh, that had a lot of this kind of feel like the same kind of like budget feel and things like that, that it was like, it's clearly setting up for another, like a bigger world or another film. Canal. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, but it's so it's interesting. Like I don't know, you know, it's like IMDb summaries are always kind of curious on where they yeah. come from because they're they're not necessarily from there. But like, so the entire summary is Zombie with a Shotgun is a feature adaptation of the popular web series with the same name, which is not yeah. something to do. Um, Aaron and Rachel are on the run due to the fact that Aaron has infected, uh, has it or. Aaron is infected by what seems to be a zombie virus. As the story unfolds, they find that there is more to this infection than it seems. For some reason, he has not developed the full zombie virus. Uh, he seems to be trapped in a transitional phase, which grants him certain ability, certain abilities. One of them is the ability to communicate with other zombies. This makes Aaron a valuable pawn as he's being pursued by shadowy figures and with alter- ulterior motives. Uh now he must stay alive or undead long enough to figure out the source of his infection exclamation point um which that, is actually kind of, yeah that's a that that's that's a cool premise uh that feels like a synopsis of the web series and not a synopsis of the film we watched yeah right because, um, because i feel I, like we got maybe a quarter of that information in this movie so so like first off it's um uh very much um uh, God damn it. Um, uh, Z Nation. Yeah. Um, there is that zombie that is able to, he's basically just in both worlds, um, which was a pretty cool premise. Um, yeah. But that, like Walking Dead, lasted like 
a couple extra seasons than I probably should have. Um, even though I actually enjoyed it, I think until at least it, it was canceled. Um, but funny, uh, uh, Kate, I can't remember you, know, you remember George, uh, the girl on there, kind of like muscular, short hair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's actually on Black Lightning now. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. I liked her a lot. Uh, I did too. It's actually it's funny. I had not seen that show much. Like I'd seen a few episodes, and I hadn't watched. Like, even though people tell me I I should like I should watch it. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, and and when we went to the set of Black Lightning, she like came out to see all the reporters and like did the like they were in the middle of production and like we walked behind the scenes and she like comes out and like shakes each of our hands and introduces herself. It was very very nice. And I was like, oh, this must be, like, a kid who, like, hasn't got a lot of experience or anything. <laughs> and so I, like, went on Twitter to, like, say nice things about her. And then I realized, like, oh, no, this is just, like, a pro who's actually very nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's, it's always awkward when you meet those people. But it's well, like, it, no, it, it was I, – I managed to stop myself from sounding too condescending because, like, oh, when no. I went on to, like, find her so that I could tweet, like, what a, what a cool person this was. That was really professional and very nice. Um, like, I saw her Twitter bio with her other stuff in it, and I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, so she's just a grown-up who's a nice person. That's cool oh no i I'm, I'm just mainly saying like usually the opposite of where it's like people with any like level of credits are like especially on set stuff for some reason like like often you'll have like oh well the, these are the those are the people that don't <laughs> you know don't stick around and stuff like that so it's not that's actually nice um but uh yeah just, but yeah I, that it's that's an interesting synopsis because again i feel like maybe that's it, synopsis for a trilogy that this movie's going to be the first part of yeah i mean like i can see all of those things were there oh, um, i didn't get i like it did not stick with me that um he was able to communicate with uh um zombies in the way that they're talking like, i mean i do it, distinctly remember like a scene where there was like something along those lines like where somebody thing, yeah. like if you haven't seen the web series and you don't know that that's like a power he has mm-hmm. uh he's our point of view character he's the zombie yeah and so to me like I didn't take it as like he's special and can like walk between both worlds. I just took it as in this world, like I said comparing it again to warm bodies and I zombie and stuff. Like in this world like zombies function a little bit differently. They're more slightly more functional at least until they go fully like dead. And so like to me it was it was like yeah, we there was a, yeah. there was a sequence where he talked to another zombie, but I didn't take it as like that's a superpower. I just yeah. took it as like well that's an extension of how zombies function in this world based on the fact that the only zombie we really have any like background on is our main character who yeah. is a mostly functional person who with a zombie virus. Yeah. Uh so like that's th- like that's interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, I should like dig out this this web series because I'm curious to see. First of all, I'm curious whether it's actually a web series or if it's like no, we're we're like taking installments of our web series and making them into feature films with minor edits. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I, I just realized that the uh, the main actress uh, Catherine Kuhn uh is a SUNY purchase grad um nice. <laughs> and sorry anytime i see that i i, I did did two years at uh, SUNY purchase yeah. so it's always it's always nice to see um but it's, you know it's funny the um the acting in this movie there is a like a wide range of quality yeah. of acting yeah I, I think i feel like it is one of those it's like this is the sign of a true indie film like where you don't have money because yeah. you have like three people who are really good and they're all playing like significant roles. And then everybody around them 
just like is like holy cow like local theater bad yeah and and it's like it's it's literally just no we we had the money for three professionals and then everybody else around them is like we're calling in favors from people we know who want to be in the movie yeah 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 Uh, i mean like i would say like um catherine who has the face of you look at her and I'm like, I spent the entire film going, where else do I know her from? Where yeah. else do I know her yeah. from? Because she does actually have a bunch of credits. Um, like one, you know, like she was on the loft, she was on mm-hmm. the break, she was on bull. Um, and, um, but it, she, it's, it's probably not that there's, there's actually another actress who's in, um, God, not Z, uh, not, uh, V nation. Um, it's a vampire, uh, series on Netflix that I was watching and like oh she looks yeah very, the, she looks the very anthology much, series uh possibly um uh but um which is uh, it, that 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 shows a mixed bag um I'm kind of like <laughs> gave up on it yeah. um like I come back to it every couple days where I'm like oh I just okay let's just keep watching this <laughs> um well no it, it just has a lot of the same um it it's like a I don't want to say a lower rent, but it's like a, yeah. a simpler version. It's like a Netflix version of um, the strain yeah. uh, just without uh, Del Toro, any, uh, any effect in him. And I fucking love the strain. Yeah. Even though I had, even though I had a lot of problems with it, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, but anyway, that's very much again. <laughs> so the, actually it's funny because the, we were talking about the kind of wide range of acting. And yeah. that was my very first note in my, my notes here is that, in the first chunk of the movie, like it's funny because there's a there's a long bit in the middle where like nothing happens, and it's not that nothing happens. There's a lot of like action scenes and stuff, but like there's no plot for a big chunk in the middle of the movie. Uh, but the beginning where they're setting up the world, yeah. there's actually a lot of cool ideas they introduce. And so my first note in here was that that a lot of the acting is letting down the script. Um, yeah, and and I don't think that was true all the way through because I do think that like the two principles were pretty good. And the fact that, like, the script got lost in the middle yeah. means that, that it was kind of the opposite. Like, once you're stuck with, like, just them and then other people kind of flitting in and out, yeah. uh, it's the script letting them down instead of the acting letting the script down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would – I would, I would uh, I, I, like I said, I, I definitely liked her, and I think that she did – better than a lot of the things a lot of the rest of the film deserved yeah um like she was like she not only carried him um yeah. physically but also carried the <laughs> film like more well no it was one of those but that was one of the problems where it's just like again you know you, you, you promise when the premise of of uh <laughs> of like zombie with a shotgun like the yeah. main character the guy that is the zombie is like mostly like laying against a you know like doesn't really have that many lines and most of it he's kind of like in bed being sick and then yeah. she's running around like doing things fighting people and yeah. <laughs> kind of like carrying the whole thing and you're like wait it, I, I actually like I, I but it keeps going back to him and i'm just like well no wait i actually am like i'm kind of invested in her quite yeah. a bit and and i'm like i actually care more about this person who is like the survivor who for some reason is like suicidally attached to this guy (laughs) like um and also um like so i actually found my i found like the five notes that i had on it um um did she get raped in the bathroom like Uh, so there was these f these 
whatever gang gang people slash F- yeah. like government I, people who dragged her off to the bathroom in the like in the yeah. first scene you see them and like you just see like he's behind her and then her underwear is on the ground and then like later on she spoilers um later on she shoots him quite aggressively yeah and it was I, one of those i'm like that's like i usually i usually kind of have a rule where like if a if first off i fucking think that like you you really need to have some real fucking good justifications these days to have rape in your your yeah, horror yeah. film or anything like because it's just lazy um but it actually really pissed me off for a lot of the rest of the film <laughs> i gotta say well, and it's uh, funny because I, I I had I, I had the same basic idea because I like I remember the way that they shot it. They also kind of lingered and it like obviously there was nothing salacious about yeah, yeah, yeah. what we're assuming is a rape scene because it was all off camera. Yeah. But at the same time, like they kind of lingered on the shot of the open door and they lingered on it long enough that I was fully expecting like the twist of like the boyfriend coming in there and ripping the guy's head off or something. Yeah. Um, and it just didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that I, I had the same general thing that you did, which is that it seems like she got raped and it seems like there was not a good reason for that. Yeah. But, because I mean, like he just came in, there was like a general thing and like, there's no, there's no character buildup of the other guy that he was like an enemy. Like he was yeah. more than just the he- random henchman. Um, and so like, I mean, like if you're going to have like, it's a really weird example, but I mean, like there's an implied rape scene or, uh, implied rape because there's no mm. scene at all in um uh in uh the sh- in shooter uh with yeah. uh, Mar- uh mark Wahlberg. Mm. And i don't know why i it's just been on recently so like it came to thing and it's a film that otherwise i like i don't know why yeah. I, I i like sniper films for some reason um <laughs> but um uh it's it's something I have to deal with my therapist with, but um, <laughs> especially when it comes to a Mark Wahlberg film. But anyway, but but the fact that like there, there's that scene and like that guy becomes a like oh everyone else in the film is just your kind of bog standard CIA spook like oh yeah for the government, but that guy is a sadist, and so we figure that out, and then she gets her revenge. Uh, spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen Shooter. Uh, <laughs> Like, like, not really spoilers. She shoots him basically in the dick like seven times. Like, again, off camera because whatever. Right. But again, it's not really even – there's not even really – like, there's no – like, in this film, there's, like, underwear on the floor sort of thing. There's just – you. she could have just, like, beat her up really yeah. badly. Like, because she's just kind of, like, bruised and battered and, like – uh, so it's definitely implied that there was a, a sexual assault but in that in that film. But but like in this film, like the fact I don't know, like it, it, she had to be in raped and it was just not in any way, shape and form. I mean, uh, that sounds weird to be like because it wasn't justified. There's rape is never justified right, but it, right. within a film like there's no film story build, especially since she's not even though she's clearly the main character, she's not treated as the main character. Because right. we keep coming back to this guy who's just kind of like laying in bed, uh, like being sick, um, which understandably he's turning into a zombie, whatever. Um, but like we have this entire kind of like build with her and that's never treated anything at all yeah. after that, other than the guy reappears and then she shoots him a lot of times, which it's like, <laughs> well, that's nice. I mean, I guess whatever, but like it doesn't yeah. help her build her character. It's not like, 
like a revenge, a woman revenge film, which yeah. I think we've had and, enough of those, like because. And again, like I didn't but, think about this at the time because I didn't yeah. realize until you said it that it was an adaptation. But like, it does make me wonder, like, is that an arc that we explored in the TV show, and then they just felt like, well, we're doing it, we're doing a movie, so we have to touch on like these handful of points. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I will say too, uh, and this is not involving the rape directly, but I'm just like mo- moving on from that point, but kind, yeah. of, kind of still dealing with the female lead. Uh, you know, you you have guys who have like a type. Yeah. And. Uh, the fact that everybody in this guy's life, like every woman in this guy's life looks basically the same. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was, it was a rough way to start the film. Cause like he has that dream sequence, like real early on, like five, six minutes in. Yeah. And like at that point we'd met Rachel and Angela and also his sister. And all of them looked like within 10, 15% like the same person. Yeah. And so when the dream sequence happened, I had no fucking idea who it was that we were seeing in those quick quick cuts. I was like, what's going on here? Which of the three women are we supposed to be? I don't know. Um, and and I, I feel like that's one of those things – like there's a bunch of cool stylistic stuff in this movie that like exists because it's cool but doesn't seem to – like doesn't seem to be fully thought through. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the dream sequences that way. I feel like the like the animation sequences are, are and the black and white sequences are. Yeah, all that, that was way. that the animation thing was my next my next thing that I wanted to bring up. <laughs> yeah, because it like I feel like it wasn't it was never justified. Yeah, it it, it felt like this scene's going to be kind of expensive to shoot. Yeah. Um, let's do it animation. Um, so it, and it, 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 that can work. Obviously, you can look at uh, Tank Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did that. But you need to like make it feel narratively like there's a reason that you've done it besides yeah. just well, we can't shoot this. And it, it, there's no there's no weird and like I don't know like I feel like Tank Girl being a comic book has like the immediate justification. Yeah. Uh, and any of those films that might do that sort of thing or something like that, like even the Matrix. Um, the animated, uh, the animation or whatever the hell they were called, um, the animatrix was, um, yeah, uh, that seems, seems logical. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, I still haven't actually seen that one. Um, but, uh, um, oh, we'll, we'll have to talk about, it. I, I, I will say this, there was four of them. Two of them were very good. Two of them were very not, but even one of the good ones had this weird thing where like, it, 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 it felt like the whole thing was directed by somebody with a foot fetish because it was like it was a sparring match and it was like these two people in karate geese <laughs> and they spent like the first like of the first like four minutes you spent like two minutes watching yeah. like the footwork of this woman who was about to wait. kick guy's butt wait did I, I like i immediately am like tarantino must have done that one <laughs> <laughs> no no he he's safe from this one i think it was like korean animators or something uh, but it was just one of those things like i just that's it's funny i watched them a handful of times because i loved the matrix when it came out yeah, yeah. Uh, and i had that dvd but like in hindsight the biggest thing i remember is like how much time they spent shooting like the 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 like random footwork of like the woman in a sparring match is about to beat up this dude. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, God. Sorry. Uh, I, like, literally just searched uh, uh, Tarantino and Animatrix. Um, and <laughs> the <laughs> top hit was Tarantino hit back in 2004. Tarantino hints it. Uh, anime Kill Bill prequel, um, which I I know he's been back at talking about that again. But uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, the the animation. I mean, because it was fine. I mean, it was at least yeah. at least it was good within its style. Like yeah. it wasn't um, it wasn't great like if it, like if it stood alone i i don't think i would you know watch right, it yeah. um but uh because it was mostly just like lines in the way that like oh these are humans because i have an idea you know because basically implied knowledge and and everything like that like it wasn't like very clearly any any particular yeah. characters or anything like that so like it was fine um but again like i just wish that there was some I don't know what kind of justification you could possibly do, um, but like I wish I that mean, there was some. You you have built in the idea that like this is a guy with a like a weird disease and he's got fevers and he's passing out and st- like but you could just make it like this is his like that's isn't the there isn't there at least one scene where it's her like I f- I feel like it wasn't like I could never figure there out definitely, there definitely was but again like I do feel like you you could have tweaked it ever so slightly and yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, if his... it was, if it was that, like, his, like, okay, I'm going into zombie mode or something like that, like, where you could have, like, cut some corners that way. But the fact that, like, there wasn't a, I couldn't figure out, I tried to pay attention to, like, there being some sort of, like, okay, so what is the justification that we jump from that to that? You know, I mean, like, what was it? Um, at least even um, the film where um you jumped into somebody else's body what was that uh film um we, oh. we oh my god we're really bad today not, not oh, being John Dunsmitch, but the, the we one, reviewed it. the the yeah the, yeah, the, the in the indie film the one that's uh, not prime uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly but anyway that film that that film had a i think it was a black was it a black and white just uh jump yeah. or something like that at least it had like a justification to change this and i think i taught i think it was like off a couple times where it was like that yeah. did, it didn't hit the justification then, but but like at least usually those films like you need to build some sort of jump to change it, you know, change the justification whether it's a flashback or whether it's a whatever. Um, and they didn't do that in that, which was disappointing because like I feel like that sort of thing where if you at least had a consistency of jumping to an animated sequence, um, even if it was basically like okay, well you have to figure out how to pay for this scene and you know whatever um even though honestly like i don't know i feel like that unless they had somebody like who knew just uh, like somebody that was like the producer whatever that knew how to do that and was you know kind of like how um uh dress the the jurassic games like the guy knows how to do uh, the guy does this sort of stuff professionally as a side job so he's like well this is it we can just throw you know a dinosaur or whatever it's not it's not going to make any difference on the budget because this is something we do anyway um but so i mean like maybe that was a thing but like it it must have been more expensive than like a i don't know 20 minutes more on set doing a doing unseen on you know like i don't know and so it's it's like shooting a version that's like slightly cheaper than what yeah 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 and none of this i mean like some of the sequences were uh, fight sequences and stuff like that but like none of the actual fight sequences that many there were many were 
they're not like Jackie Chan like level of choreography. Yeah. Where you're like, oh fuck, we have to like fill, we have to like choreo- choreograph yeah. the thing. It's just a random fight scene like a, in a in an indie film. Like it's you know nothing yeah. again, nothing against any of those things. It's just it's it just confusing that it's just still confusing, <laughs> so confusing. Yeah. yeah. And again, like it's one of those things where that that's my takeaway too is like just 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 why like some of it was really stylishly done so it's not like a problem per se so much as it's just like i i I watch it and i'm like this is kind of cool why is it here yeah uh the other movie that we were talking about is empathy inc by the way there you go yes which uh uh I'm, i'm looking at our site do you know uh empathy inc was a uh a classic style episode where we did two movies do you know what the second movie on that episode was Oh God, no! What? Ready or not? Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Why do we so. keep doing? We keep doing that. It seems like we watch this, like we watch a film that we don't end up liking that much, or or just or no, no, we like that film a bit. But I mean, like, and then like attach it to a film that was like goddamn fucking amazing for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's just funny because there's at least a couple other films that like. It was like, oh, we absolutely love that film. And then, like, I remember sharing and be like, oh, you should definitely watch this movie when it comes out on digital. And I share the and I share the podcast and I'm like, oh, it's attached with. Yeah. Oh, and, God. It's and, attached oh, by with the way, winter skin. First, <laughs> God, no. first sit through half an hour of us talking about this other random indie yeah, movie that yeah, yeah. you'll just, never watch. Yeah. An hour and 20 minutes in because we ended up talking about this horrible film first, uh, as opposed to uh, as opposed to the great film. that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, 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 that's definitely a thing that happens. Um, looking at my notes again, one of the things I did say, and, and we kind of glossed over this, <clears throat> I think it's a good idea to start with the scene they started with, with the, the zombie with a shotgun. Yeah, yeah. And work back. But, like, even ignoring the fact that they took way too long to get back to that point. Yeah. And so, like, didn't feel like it was the movie we signed up for. Yeah. Uh, there's also the fact that within the flashback, there's like flash forwards and flashbacks. Yeah. And that just, it, it, it made the whole, like, it's one of those movies where I'm like, okay, so when did this happen? I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> and, and so like, that was one of those weird, like, okay, so that, 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 why can't, why can't we just go back? And then just move through time. Like, and I get that part of it was just like, like, you know, they went back six months and then at one point it's like two months later, mm-hmm. but there wasn't any need to say that it was two months. Like clearly time had passed Yeah. and there was nothing going on that was so important. You had to establish a timeline. It was just like, yeah. no, just like, just let the story play through and catch up to the six months because yeah. like. Every time they had another timestamp after that initial six months ago, yeah, it just became a like it became that thing where you're subconsciously like trying to do the math and being like, none of this matters. Like it really doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Like first of all, it doesn't matter that that was six months. It could easily yeah. have just been a week. Like, yeah. And in they, fact, kind of might have been better if it was. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, like, cause the the idea that it was six months really cuts the urgency of some of the scenes, cause it's just yeah. like, oh wait, so everything we're seeing played out in the course of like an hour and a half in the movie, yeah, it, probably a week's worth of. So it's like, 
what you're basically implying here is that there was six months of time and about a week's worth of danger. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, that's probably realistic, honestly. Like, yeah. you know, when you're on the run, probably most of the time is spent just lying low, eating yeah. lunch, and not, like, not fighting the bad guys. Yeah. But in terms of a movie, that's not yeah. the way we do it. <laughs> yeah. And again, I mean, like, this is another one of the, like, you know, the more I think about it, and again, this is the fact that it's a web series kind of defeats a little bit of that. But um, the fact that, like, how many of these films that we watch are really great short film uh, yeah. film ideas? Um, and unfortunately, since there is no platform for short films, yeah. especially anymore. I mean, there's YouTube, there's whatever, but you can't make any fucking money doing that. No. You know, or, I mean, like, rather you can make some money, but not enough to actually pay for the next one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the hundred thousand views that you're gonna get, you know, on YouTube, uh, maybe if it's like a goddamn fantastic short film. Yeah, um, it's gonna be eighty bucks or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It doesn't do anything, unfortunately. And then since there's no, there's no marketplace for short films, you know, where it's like, oh, like, would I, you know, it's like one of these films is like, would I, theoretically at least, pay. 99 cents for a short film version indie film version of this probably yeah, yeah. um whether the, i mean those marketplaces probably have existed at some point but since they don't have itunes you know and all yeah. those other places backing like yeah they don't do well and so like it's yeah i guess that you it's unfortunate that you have to make you know so it's like yeah. it's just like a documentary it's like if you actually need you need a hundred thousand dollars to make a docu a documentary film that even though it might be a better 20 minute film, you have to make a full length film because no yeah. one's going to give you a hundred thousand dollars to do a 20 minute film. Unfortunately, you know, yeah. even if it's a tighter thing that more people would theoretically watch, because also there's just no fucking goddamn platform for short, for short, uh, yeah. film. Work. I mean, especially like animated work and stuff like that. Now, like, you know, if you're lucky, you'll get before yeah. the next, uh, Pixar film or something like that, but it's usually yeah. house shit. But yeah, anyway, but, uh, and 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 I'll kind of segue from that directly to uh we've been we've been fairly nice with this movie uh even with the stuff that we didn't like we understand kind of the budget and the blah 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 uh there are two things I want to talk about that are directly tied to it being like a low budget indie movie that just I'm sorry like needed to be better <laughs> wait, wait uh, was it was it was it the uh was it the almost certainly illegal drone shot that <laughs> they flew over the Domino Sugar Factory in Brooklyn, um, which at least I'm pretty sure is because they say it's in Brooklyn and mm. it looks like Brooklyn. Um, but there's only one factory that's right there. And I'm uh, yeah. having lived right next to the Domino Sugar Factory, I'm about 99% sure it's that. And there is no way fucking in hell that they got a permit to fly over that <laughs> because like the number of like FAA clearances you would have had. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one of those, I'm like, God damn, I'm actually quite, I'm quite surprised that like eight, that all of the budget did of this film yeah. didn't end up going to them having to pay massive fines. fines. Yeah. But I mean, thankfully, as far as I can tell, at least most of the time, like if you end up getting away with it, even if you put it on film, you end up getting away with it yeah. for some reason, even though like either way, like props to them, even though it was yeah. a completely unneeded <laughs> and unjustified shot, like props to them because you're like, it is one of those like, 
oh fuck we got this shot we have yeah, to put it in now it. because we got this shot there's like no reason whatsoever to have this shot in the film um yeah. but yeah because it's like they're not hiding out in the domino sugar sugar factory along you know along the east yeah. river like but okay yeah even though you could have implied that and actually would have been kind of awesome but yeah right anyway yeah uh excuse me <laughs> No, my two things actually uh, that 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 is a good point that I forgot that we need to bring up. But uh, the two things I was talking about is, uh, well, I'll start with the, the simpler one first, which is the makeup. Uh, if there was one mistake that came out of the idea of structuring the movie in such a way that you see the hero zombie and then go back six months, yeah. it's the fact that the the gulf between the makeup for the hero zombie and the makeup for every other zombie in this film is like broad enough to cover an ocean yeah uh and and so you see him and it builds this expectation of like holy shit the like the the creature effects in this movie are great and then like the whole rest of the movie it's like no no this is a movie that was made for 12 bucks and and i think that if we hadn't first seen him to establish an expectation that like oh no they really know what you're doing what they're doing then the fact that everything else was done on the cheap wouldn't have same seemed so striking. Yeah. Uh, and again, like it's, it's, it's a mixed bag because I do think structurally it was a good idea to start that way. Yeah. Uh, and, and in terms of managing expectations, like people want to see the zombie with a shotgun and a movie called zombie with a shotgun. Yeah. And so if you're not going to see it until 80 minutes into a 90 minute movie, then sure. Start with that. Yeah. But, but I do think that like the fact that they started with it and then flashback and it's not even like he's 30% better in terms of visual effects than all the rest of the zombie. It, he's like 350% better. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, I mean, and, he's, and so, he's, he's, he's almost as good as a lot of the zombies in walking dead. Right. And then you cut back to basically like in Dudes the original, with, like, a lot of eyeliner. Yeah, yeah. 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 The original, like, not as good as the original um, uh, Dawn of the Dead film. Right. Um, (laughs) And so there's that, which I think like stands and more or less the point stands like it's worth noting, especially because it was, it pulls you out of the movie. Um, But this other one is a little bit more worth discussion. How bad was the sound editing in this movie? uh, Yeah, that's actually actually my first, like there's certain shots where, like you can be like, did they forget to lav somebody or put yeah. a shotgun mic somewhere? Like that's one of those things where like I wish I learned that earlier in in yeah. filmmaking. Like which I did learn it, I just couldn't afford it. Um, but it ends up being like that. Those were student films that were just gonna be released or or stuff that like you and I did in high, you know, like and our friends yeah. did in high school and shit like that. Where it's just like. No, it's just it doesn't matter because it's just fun. But it's just Fuck like there's guys. a handful of scenes home. where, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jim's epic line. Um, but uh, but the fact that like <laughs> the fact that like it it it's like it's in an echoey room. Like there's yeah. there's one particular scene that I just remember like literally my first note is oh the audio is not good. Mm-hmm. And you know I mean like there is a rule there's a rule in kind of filmmaking the picture can be shit. But like if the audio if the audio is good because yeah. you can work around that you can do an you know yeah. you can do animation you can do whatever like oh crap the like the lighting was horrible whatever pull the audio and like cut around it 
you know, right. minimize the damage. But like there's a I mean, it's not in a, mo- in a movie like this where there's so much action and there's so much horror yeah. elements. You could literally just like cut to black. And if the audio's good, you could play like that over black with maybe some flashes of light and be like, oh, OK, crazy shit's going on. I, I mean, there's there's I mean, there's about a dozen different things I could have done. Um, yeah. As in like just uh, honestly, like there's not there's there's a lot of film in here that could have been like, OK, we'll just cut this. Yeah. Like we didn't have a, we didn't get the picture we didn't get the audio yeah. like yeah. fuck it you I know mean, the other thing is like, too like uh, there there's a handful of places where the ADR is just so bad and like some of them were like close up shots and so when you're ADRing and you're replacing dialogue it's not it's like yeah. it's not the same dialogue yeah and 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 so when when the ADR is bad and you're saying something different it's like just either cut around it or use coverage or don't include like. It's it's so much worse to include something that looks like a, a 50s Godzilla movie yeah. than it is to just like, OK, sorry, we didn't have that line, you yeah. know? Uh, I, and honestly, I mean, like, there's a bunch of things. I mean, like, there I can't think of any, like, desperately vital lines in this film that, like, if one line got just removed, that w- it wouldn't have just been like, oh, OK. Yeah. Like, skip I mean, over or something is, like that. Like, there, there's a handful of scenes where either the balance is off or like you, you'll get a thing where like they're in an echoey room and then you ADR in one line and like, there's no echo. Yeah. Uh, but like of all of those, the one that really struck me, uh, there's, there's just terrible ADR in, um, there's the, the scene where that Jerry Springer looking guy gives yeah. him the gun. Yeah. Um, I think he's the girlfriend's dad maybe or something. No, it's not the girlfriend's dad. Cause the girlfriend's dad's a zombie. Um, but like the, the guy who looks like Jerry Springer, who gives him a, a pistol. Yeah. And like in, in the moment, like that feels very much like, like it feels like an important moment. Cause he's like, just, you, you gotta have this when you're out there. Yeah. And, and so you're like, oh, okay. I understand why they kept in this terrible ADR because like, this is clearly important. And then yeah. it, it's not like yeah. he pulls that gun once fails to kill the guy with it drops it the other guy takes it and runs away i think whatever it is that gun is not important like that gun is like he loses it in the gunfight where he gains the shotgun and so to me it's like as you're watching you're like oh it's a gun like it's literally a Chekhov's gun kind of situation where you're just like i understand why they couldn't lose this line because clearly this is going to be important and then as it plays out, you're like, it's not important at all. They could have cut that whole scene. You didn't need to know where he had got the pistol. Yeah. Like, he's in a life-threatening situation. Sure, he's got a gun. <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. And, and, and it's so weird because there's a lot of things in this movie that you take on faith where it's just yeah. like okay, well, we have all this backstory. We have all this like backstory that's implied and not actually stated about like the zombie virus and all this other crap. Yeah. But like, but it's super important apparently that we spend time showing you certain things that I'm just like, nobody would have questioned this if it just came up. Can I, can I say like, like it is such an old, is such a goddamn trope of, of zombie films that Shaun of the Dead you know, I mean, one of the problems is that Shauna Dead did almost everything about zombie films better than yeah. any other zombie film. Um, 
but they did like the the scene where they explain what's going on yeah in in it within using even though they they because they did it even more brilliantly because they they told you what was going on without actually telling you what's going on but like the, the the TV scene where they're sitting down and switching channels yeah. and like they're literally telling you like it all works out to be one dialogue but like yeah, within exactly. those scenes and I don't understand why you can't like why you just have to have like there is scenes when they're in a room and that weird they spend so much goddamn time in that weird room yeah. that isn't it's a clearly a stage set because yeah. they walk out of the back of the room as opposed to the front door. Yeah. Um, like a walk around a large wall that goes around saying whatever. It's like it's weird and it's fucking not explained in any way, shape, and form. Yeah. Um, yeah. even though like I don't understand why why like you don't build confusing rooms unless you have to on like a basic set. Yeah. Like, you are in New York, you can borrow someone's fucking apartment. Like it's not hard. Like there's always, you know, what an Airbnb in New York and fucking far out Brooklyn costs. Like, it's not that much. Like, yeah. but low budget films are low budget, but like not that low budget. Yeah. Um, like, especially I, again, like some, not all, but some yeah. of the like, well, it's a zero budget movie. Yeah. Gets like the the benefit of the doubt that I give this movie as I'm watching it gets lost when, like, you tell me, oh, this is based on a successful web series. And so, like, these are people who have been telling this story yeah. for two years and, like, somehow never figured out, like, okay, well, when we do the movie version, we want to work around these problems. Yeah. I mean, I just – I don't know. I mean, like, I, I just think about, like, you know, even just high school fucking movie making of, like, yeah. what we worked with in high school versus – and what I worked with, like, being completely dead broke in – yeah, you know, like it at the college setting and things like that, where it's just like, yeah. okay, well, set dressing to make things look like a bedroom as opposed to a dorm room, and and just yeah. basic shit like that. Like, I, it always bothers me when it's just like, I I have to assume it was just laziness because I don't like I don't ever want to assume like you just don't know like you don't yeah. know what a room looks like like things yeah. like but like that that room really bothered me because like their escape from that room when. When the guys, the guy that fucking, I think, I think it if I remember correctly, it was the guy that like earlier in the film raped her for no, I mean, not that any, there is ever a good reason, right, right. but like, no, like just walked in the room, grabbed her and walking, was like, what the fuck? Like, um, like, but, um, like they ran out the back of the room that was at least until that moment implied that. It was a room that room. was closed. Yeah, that was a closed room. And then they're like, oh, we just walk around this wall. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. wait, it's a stage inside of a where? Like, what's going on? Um, but like it and it and it pretty clearly the just knowing the way that like apartments work in Brooklyn, having lived there, like, which is, yeah, you yeah. know, I guess a little bit of like, oh, inside knowledge. But like, that's not how apartments work in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like this, the the like staircase that they walk down, lots of apartments are like that because they're above businesses. So there's like this very long staircase. Yeah. But then yeah. they like somehow escape out. What? Like where? Like, <laughs> but it, it that just things like that, like just bother the fuck yeah. out of me because you're like not only because you have to assume that like you know 80 percent of your audience lives in fucking brooklyn <laughs> like i love a lot of things where it's just like wait no no my audience knows this so you have to do it yeah but, yeah but 
you know, it's just, I don't know, like we don't watch as much as, as many of these type of films as we used to. Um, and I don't know, sometimes I, rem- I, I think that might be why, but, <laughs> but, but, um, no, but no, seriously though, but it, it is like, it is confusing because like there's certain things where it's like, if you did a long like web series, I don't understand on how you didn't realize in the film version. Yeah. Like, sometimes yeah. in like webs, like in web series, if this was a web series, I would have been like all of these things. I would have been like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not a fucking thing. But I don't know, like for some reason, and maybe this is wrong, like in 2020 to me, for me thinking that like, like you should at least be fucking justified uh, or you should at least be like have to justify certain things like why rooms aren't the way rooms are supposed to be. Yeah. Like with four walls, like. Well, and and I do think (laughs) there there's also there's a degree of like there's talking about indie films and 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 mm-hmm. talking about the like the web series thing but like there's also the idea of i do feel like implicitly if you're making a feature film adaptation of a thing that you've already done the idea is we want to do it bigger and better and sexier yeah. yeah and so like to me it's like yeah you can kind of like beat yourself up for having high expectations mm-hmm. but like it's that that's the expectation that's been set by the fact that you chose to do this as a feature film instead of yeah. going back to YouTube and being like, screw it. We'll take this $30,000 and make a sequel to the first thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and again, like this is not a terrible uh, movie by any stretch. Yeah. It's just kind of there. I'm a little disappointed because again, it, it feels like there's, there's a lot of things that kind of come together to be like, eh, it's not quite what I was hoping. Um, the fact that, that performances were all over the map and like even like there were some good performances from people who were not just like Catherine Kuhn. Yeah. 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 But like there, it was so all over the place that I can't even like a week later remember like who was, who were the, like the four really good performances in this movie. Uh, it, it was just one of those like, it, it it is what it is like it's a it's a super indie film obviously a lot of these have the same general vibe in this yeah. case the fact that like we saw it for free on amazon prime uh like it almost makes it weird like it almost makes my standards a little higher in terms of like if this was a screener somebody sent me to be like hey here's our direct to dvd movie yeah, yeah check it out yeah. um that's one thing but like when i get the message that's like hey our movie's on prime now and we're teasing yeah. a sequel it becomes like, uh, okay, but it shouldn't look like a YouTube series then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, albeit saying like you can now just you can now just upload your films to Amazon and you yeah. know there's actually very little thing. Side, super side note. Holy shit. Um, the one of the actors uh um in it who I can't, Mr. Walker. Um, he uh was um his only other film credit was uh being in Storage Wars, New York as himself because he's an auctioneer. Right. <laughs> so nice. which that is not saying anything at all about his acting, anything else, but it's just like, that is, that is a weird storage credit. That is a storage. Credit. <laughs> <laughs> that is a weird story credit jump thing where it's just like, yeah, Oh, that's, yeah. that's interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's not even like he's one of the people who was like 
it was his storage unit and so he was like actively (laughs) sought out no it's like yeah he's it's like He's incidentally yeah. caught up in this other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just it has again it has literally nothing to. There's no just there's no uh, anything. Just like that that's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah, this uh, I, I think the biggest thing with this film is just it was disappointing. Um, like I I, I feel like if it had, I don't know like a different title, a different like premise. Like, yeah. is it like all they ever, and it's just one of those, like, I don't know, like, I feel like that's kind of like fucking important these days is that like with, unless, you know, I mean, especially considering like you can build up a really good, I, 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 I just turned on this film. I didn't watch a trailer or anything yeah. like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can get like, I, I think that like, I mean, we've seen, I think both of us have seen films that, um, have goddamn fantastic trailers and then you watch the film and it's just disappointing as fuck because they put yeah. every little last but and like that deeply affects the film like no, unfortunately absolutely. and it's and it's somewhat unfair um to do it but it also it's it's like you know it also feels like one of those like what's well, fa- fucking false advertising like i don't know i mean like i i still think and a lot of people disagree with this because for some reason it's a beloved film like ronin to me has always been one of the greatest examples like it is as if it has a fantastic goddamn trailer. I yeah. was super excited for when it came, what, what thing saw it in theaters, and it was the first film since like I was five that I fell asleep in. Yeah, it was one of the most boring films I've ever seen in my life, um, and I've refused to see it since. <laughs> like, um, and I like everything about that film, like all the premises, everything like that. Just like yeah. like all the premises around zombie with a shotgun. This is a film I would like. Like yeah, the, yeah. The, the movie poster, I dig the like everything across the board. I, I love and like, I don't know where the like the loss was. And like, I could have looked past I could have looked past the the like very, you know, mediocre acting from a lot of people. I, I yeah, could have looked yeah. past the because, yeah, I mean, it's, and again, an indie film like you're filling a lot of sp- spots with like the my, guy I don't know. do it. The yeah. guy, the guy from Storage Wars, that probably was like, oh yeah, I'll get a film credit. Oh yeah, yeah. maybe I'll get a producer. I, I don't know. I'm just, you know, one of those like, oh, this guy will give us a, this guy will, he wants a film credit and he'll give us access to something. I don't, you know, yeah, exactly. like whatever. Yeah, you fucking do that. Yeah, you're an independent filmmaker. Like you give that guy a role. Um, yeah, it's funny you, it, you say that, fucking, and I'm just like, yeah. oh, it makes total sense. The guy from Storage Wars gave them like <laughs> a place to go and shoot. Like, no, but I mean, scene. like. I mean, you know, we joke about that, but fucking um, Coppola did that for Godfather. Yeah. He he had one of the fucking mob men in the film because it was the only way that basically he could make the film without getting shot. Right. <laughs> like, because he needed basically, I mean, that was more, I think he needed somebody on set that was like, could report back to the yeah. mob and say, um, you know, I'm sorry, not the mob. There is no mafia. Um, there is just the Italian families. Um, but... Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, like, so I mean, like, it, it is what it is. But it's it's one of those like the the weird animation stuff is one thing. Like, I can't even get it with that. But like things like the fucking audio, like, God fucking damn yeah, it. Yeah, the audio was really and like the thing of it is like the, we record this podcast on like I have a microphone that I paid seven ninety nine for when we were in New York City. It was on sale. It was twenty bucks retail. And you and you don't use the microphone I gave you to use. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, 
but, which is actually a decent microphone. But anyway. Well, the, the, I, I use it sometimes, but I, I, I have the problem that like oh, yeah. it, the, the, the cable is the same thing I use for my printer. Anyway. Um, That's why I actually have been wanting to actually ask you why you don't use it and be like, okay, well, if you're not going to use it, I'll look. No, I, I, I use it whenever I'm using my uh, whenever whenever I'm at the standing desk. But because like I didn't, you didn't give me a cable, and and so like the cable I use is the one for my printer. I just haven't bought a new fucking cable. Um, sorry. But but in any event, like so it's one of those things where it's like no, we we record this on like twenty dollar mics. Yeah. You know, slash hundred dollar mics. Either way, it's not that much for a film. And I I feel like so often you get these guys who are just like. No, you know what? Like, if if you shoot a scene and the audio comes out and it's just garbage, and you do like ADR and the ADR is so jarringly different because you're using like a controlled environment, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, like I, I'm sorry, just fucking ADR the whole scene, yeah. like just. Or I mean, here's everything. the thing. Here's the thing: is that Premiere, not even, not even, um, not even, um, God damn it, I'm forgetting what the audio, um, uh. <laughs> thing for uh for Adobe is. Uh, no no the uh the professional one the the one for um uh adobe but like premiere has built in de-echoing things because i've had this problem yeah. before where i'm i'm a documentary filmmaker i can't lav people up and i can't i don't always have a boom mic i just have the mic that's on my camera sometimes um and like maybe a shotgun mic if i'm lucky because i shoot with dslrs but like, right. so sometimes I have to like pull the echo down and I've done that before and it's doable and it yeah. won't, maybe it won't fix things. And so it's just one of these, like, I don't, it just angers me because it's like, <laughs> like I was just wanted to like put a thing out there. If you're a filmmaker um, who's working on an independent film, like just shoot me a question. Like I'm not a pro and like there's YouTube channels for this shit. Like I Googled, I had to Google like how to get rid of Echo in Premiere because I didn't want to deal with the um, audio program. But like the Adobe yeah. Suite is thirty dollars a month. Like I know yeah. that they, I'm almost certain that they edited this on Premiere because everyone edits things on Premiere now. Um, and even Final Cut, if they edited on an old version of Final Cut, because I used to do that on Final Cut six or whatever it was like I did this, like even though I don't yeah. think that actually yeah. runs on any computers anymore. Um, but so it's just like it's things like that where it's just like no, I know, I know that it's it, it was just. Here's what I found on the Oh my web. god, <laughs> sorry, my <laughs> phone, Google just. Yeah. Up. <laughs> god damn it, having a Google phone. Um, <laughs> but um, like yeah, it's that easy. I literally just <laughs> talked to my phone and it and it said it. But like it is one of those things where it's just like we've you know we've watched a bunch of these films and like the echo audio thing has been a problem where it's just it was clearly the on camera mic that they were using yeah. and like i have a 15 a $15 lav mic that's just a wired cable like if you have one person in a room you don't need you you just shoot one person at a time then if you only have one microphone i mean there's just like certain things that like yeah like you should know if you've done a full web series and if you're doing a full-length film yeah like don't do a full length film until you've done something else. Like, I mean, it's just, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of directors out there that like Mar that do a Marvel film and they've never directed a full length film, but guess what? They have a fucking goddamn sound guy that has more fucking credits exactly. than, than most, than most Hollywood actors do. And they've got a, they've got a professional film editor and they've got 17 producers all saying, dude, man, like, no, you can't do this. <laughs> like this yeah. audio ain't going to work. Like, 
they have people and it's just it's always confusing because like i just think about even in our dot in the like best democracy money can buy film like literally there was no more than like five people involved in that film like yeah. at the end of the day like people who actually had any fucking like decision making or actually watched a rough cut or did anything with it yeah. and we don't have any scenes like that you know, albeit we probably had a considerably larger budget than that, but it's still five people just going. Yeah, that, no, no, that won't work. Like I caught yeah. some audio problems. I caught, I mean, you know, fa- you know, factual like just misstatements on like on on some uh, you know voiceover or something like that or whatever. Like yeah, said a name wrong or something like that, and it's just like you watch film and like what like. There's a hard, there's no hard release date on these on like a direct video thing. Yeah, yeah. Take a moment. <laughs> anyway, we should stop. <laughs> because it's just no, but it is one of these things where it's just like you know because I want to enjoy I want to enjoy more independent film you know and I don't want it, and it and it bothers me that like I watch a movie like Pi or something like that like back in fucking from like 1996 that was shot on a fucking Bolex. With yeah. like not, I, I don't even know if that. I think that entire film might have been ADR'd. I'm trying to remember whether it what yeah. it, it was shot on a Bolex. It was shot on a something, but like it was just like it's shot in 16 millimeter film. Like the process at which it had to go through and everything like that. And yeah, it's fucking a very different direct. You know, like you're talking about a goddamn artist that was did that film yeah. it wasn't just a just a director you know just a random guy right. with a camera like sort of thing but still like i remember it was just like there's a ton of films that like we saw like the, like the indie independent boom boom of uh cinema in in the 90s that like maybe they were shooting on video cameras maybe right. like and somehow still like the sound and shit like that worked <laughs> yeah <laughs> like Fucking yeah, for twenty six thousand dollars, Kevin Smith shot clerks. Like I don't know. Like, <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Any final thoughts? Again, again, this is one of those. This is a good example of a, like a movie where we're we're like, okay, we 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 have things we have to talk about. Like I'm sorry, it's 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 like I can't ignore like the the big glaring things that are broken. Uh, <laughs> I I do like I I thought it was it was a movie that was a lot more fun than you're necessarily getting from this episode. Yeah. But. Yeah. No, most certainly. Um, I, I would, you know, I've, again, I mean, I feel like we always, we don't talk yeah. about like good things as much as we talk about, you know, trash things, which, you know, which is a bad yeah. part of criticism, I think. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't know. I didn't, I, again, I, I think it was just like thinking back on it again. Like I, I enjoyed segments of this film. Um, and, but I just wish they were more <laughs> like yeah. not. And I'm not saying like, I wish there was just more segments of the film that I enjoyed. And yeah. I'm saying, I'm like, I'm wishing that they took those like segments and were like, Oh, these really work. Well, we should yeah. look at what we've done in this part of it and yeah. Yeah. do more of that. And whether that just be like taking the time and like, you know, and again, like it always like to me, I'm just like, like make a short film, then <laughs> like yeah. make a really solid short film. Um, but, but it is. Um, I think that if you're, if you're somebody who likes, you know, um, I, in, this isn't like a isn't is certainly not a Velocipaster type film where it's like it's so bad it's good sort of thing. Um, yeah. because it's not that type of film. Like it just isn't. It's not. It's not even like Hobo with a Shotgun where it's like Grindhouse. Even yeah, though like yeah. I really wish it was. Like I think like. I th- yeah, Zombie I with a shotgun grindhouse film would be fucking awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, like that film still could be made, and it still could be made with all of these same people 
It's just you need maybe five thousand dollars more just for a blood budget, you know, sort of thing. Like where it's just like just to have more zombie. Like this is yeah. honestly, it's like it's one of those examples. It's like the, my biggest complaint with the Walking Dead series has always been there's no fucking zombies. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. Like, my, that is my number one complaint with that series is it's a goddamn zombie, like, a melodrama, and yeah, yeah. we don't have any fucking zombies. There'll be, like, three episodes, and, like, oh, right at the last second, the zombies show up, but everything else is Negan being fucking a murderous fucking monster, and then, like, and then uh, um, like most of the characters going, well, we can't kill him because yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm like, no, shoot him in the back of the fucking head. Anyway, yeah. but uh, that's that's for that's for the like when when Walking Dead is finally canceled, we'll do a fucking like just us like two hours of us fucking bitching about like how how un- incredibly nice all of the actors are and how awesome yeah, they are yeah. and how the series like the writers and the the directors of the series just fucking destroyed everything that was good in the world <laughs> yeah yeah every everything in that movie is just the you have failed this city of <laughs> exactly i just something i actually like i'm walking dead has come up with a couple times with uh like while like in conversation i go you know i have to caveat i'm like i i just want to say i have having met mm. everyone in the series at least once they are the best fucking people on the earth yeah <laughs> like exactly. They are yeah. fantastic. Like they are genuine. They are whatever. But like, holy shit, that show should have ended eight seasons ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even know how many seasons we're at now. But I think I think eleven. Really? I actually was joking. I didn't think it was that many. <laughs> I was using that uh, as an exaggeration. But anyway, um, but yeah, no. But if you're in the zombie kind of like world, like yeah, check this out. It's free. Um, like yeah. you may or may not like it. Um, and don't just you know again. Like, if you've listened this far in, you've kind of heard literally everything about their fi- film. So, like, you shouldn't have any of the same expectations that we had about there actually being a zombie with a shotgun. Um, yeah. And you know what? Like, I, I'm actually like the idea, like, because I didn't catch that there was as much. Maybe I must have turned it like right off at the end um, or something. But like, I didn't catch really the premise, or at least I don't remember mm-hmm. that there's like a sequel. Like, if there's a fucking sequel and like it turns into like, okay, this guy's getting revenge or something like yeah. that. Again, like Hobo with a shotgun, which I honestly have mentioned that film like 17 times and I didn't like it that much. Um, <laughs> but but like it's a fucking just grindhouse premise, like where you're just like, yeah. fuck it. We're just, you know, having this guy. He's getting revenge and whatever. Um, and that would be fucking goddamn fantastic. Like, <laughs> no, I, I agree. I think that, that like and that's one of the things, again, like you, you can look at something like the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. And it's like, yeah, it did. It, it similarly fails to deliver on yeah the tone but it creates something that is distinct and entertaining on its own this the problem with this in my opinion is that it feels like it wants to be yeah uh exactly what it promises and it just never gets there so it's like it's not like the man who killed hitler where it's like oh no well we're, we're gonna draw you in with this wild premise and then like give you something smart and and different this is like no, it, it it wants to be zombie with a shotgun. It just never quite gets there. And again, yeah. like the fact that it ends on like we'll be back with the second movie, I'm just like oh okay, but you're really milking the goodwill of yeah. an audience who's willing to give this a shot because it's free on Prime or because yeah. you had a a popular web series. Like I watched this movie in a vacuum, not knowing about the web series, not knowing about the mythology that's established, not knowing about the sequel, 
and I just kind of go, sure, it's a movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. So All I, right. I want, uh, since I know we probably won't ever get to it, um, I did just literally just watch another one of the films where I'm like, God damn it. Why didn't I watch it last year before our review? I just watched the farewell um, oh, with Aquafina, um, which like based on the like ads and everything like that with of her new show, which I've actually watched a little bit of it and I actually like it um, enough. Like I, it's not something I necessarily turn on, but like I thought she was an obnoxious, like horrible, like, um tim and eric kind of like world character yeah, sort yeah. of thing completely not that like in no way shape and form that but like it also like kind of like put me off to like like wait like she's in this like what looks like a relatively serious film you know whatever yeah. other farewell holy shit like what they uh, immediately one of my top five films of of last year um nice. is the farewell it is goddamn fantastic you can actually it's it it's got a it's got subtitles um but you don't really have to like it, it's one of those films it's kind of like to me it's like it's like eight and a half um yeah like weird very weird comparison because the films are completely not the same but like honestly like i've watched eight and a half enough times i'm like i don't even want i don't even read the subtitle because the subtitles are important it's just a goddamn beautiful film it is filmed it is uh it is uh filmed it has a very obviously japanese filmmaker versus chinese filmmaker but like right. it has a very I don't even want to say like, cause it's like, it's kind of weird to say, but, but like there's, there's a lot of Asian films that have a, a very, um, uh, like one shot, like a shot, it's a wide shot and lots of things are going on and it just yeah. like, and then it cuts to the next shot. Um, I feel like there's a term for that. I, if only I'd actually pay sure attention is, in, in, yeah. in film school, but like it, um, Uzu, Uzu, Ozu, um, the, the 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 director, um, it has a lot of that feeling and family, and I I have no idea if it's it's meant to do that or whatever. But there's like there is just fucking gorgeous film. Aquafina's fantastic in it, like fucking fantastic in it. <laughs> like, um, especially anytime an actor who's very clearly like an American actor like just switches back and forth between yeah. languages, is able to act in a language and then act in another language. I don't know, as a person who is like language deficient when it comes yeah, to or, like yeah. second, especially second language deficient. Um, I think some people who listen to this podcast might say first language deficient. But um but the fact that like the the story was beautiful, like every fucking there's like 40 actors in it and every nice. single actor is goddamn fucking brilliant especially the grandmother um which if you did the premise the premise is like basically this gra- the 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 family matriarch the uh, the the grandmother has a has uh has cancer and um again according to this film at least i i don't know about uh, whether this is <laughs> i assume this is true otherwise it's probably would have been a thing i guess in china they don't tend to tell um uh uh old uh elderly people that if they're going to die like that they have it so they kind of hide it from right, them right. so basically they're like coming up with this whole premise uh that there's a wedding so that justifies everyone flying over from america or coming into this town and basically right. visiting her and seeing her she is like i like i i would watch like literally if you said oh she's got seven more films out i'm like fucking line yeah up. because like this this elderly Chinese woman is fucking amazing. Like full ray, everything. Like I I you, she and she, you don't even have to like understand what what you don't even have yeah. to like read the subtitles to like get an idea of like what's going on. Um yeah no I don't know if it was just one of those films that like hit me right at the right moment about things, but like it is it is goddamn I'm I'm pissed off at myself that I didn't see this in theaters. 
Um, but it is, uh, um, at least at the moment that uh, we're recording this, uh, it is 99 cents on Vudu. Um, nice. So for rental. Um, right. And it is absolutely worth the rental. It's actually worth worth the purchase. But it is one of those. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but uh, uh, definitely worth the rental. Uh, check it out. Even if it goes up to four ninety nine, and it, by the time this goes up or something like that, like fucking fucking listen to it or watch it. Watch it. Listen to it. It's not a podcast. But yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Yeah. So that I, I'll I'll let that be the final word because I'm I'm exhausted. But. <laughs> um, Thanks everybody for listening to uh, to the nice show. We're gonna we're gonna be back uh, be back here by noon on the fifth day for more from Emerald City Video. And always remember to rewind your cassettes.